Hi, this is Bob Williamson. When the campaign ends, a buddy sent me the following story, though it is a whimsical tale, its implications to us are real. While walking down the street one day, a corrupt senator, that may be redundant, was tragically hit by a car and died. His soul arrives in heaven and is met by St. Peter at the entrance. Welcome to heaven, says St. Peter. Before you settle in, it seems there's a problem that must be reconciled. We seldom see an elected official of your stature around these parts, so we're not sure what to do with you. No problem, just let me in, says the senator. Well, I'd like to, but I have orders from higher up that I must follow. What we'll do is to have you spend one day in hell and one in heaven. Then you can choose where to spend eternity. Really? But I've made up my mind. I want to be in heaven, says the senator. I'm sorry, but those are the rules. And with that, St. Peter escorts him to the elevator, and he goes down, down, down to hell. The doors open. He finds himself in the middle of a green golf course. In the distance is a clubhouse, and standing in front of it are all his friends and other politicians who had worked with him along with some beautiful girls who are ready to party. Everyone is very happy and dressed up in their finest. They run to greet him, shake his hand, reminisce about the good times that they had while getting rich at the expense of the people. They play a friendly game of golf and then dine on lobster, caviar, and a finest champagne. Also present is the devil, who really is a very friendly guy who's having a good time and even joined in with the dancing and telling jokes. They're all having such a good time that before the senator realizes it, time to go. Everyone gives him a hearty farewell and waves while he hops aboard and the elevator rises. He goes up, 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 and the elevator door reopens in heaven where St. Peter is waiting for him. Now it's time to visit heaven. So 24 hours pass with the senator joining a group of contented souls singing praises and walking by a crystal clear river. They have a good time, and before he realizes, 24 hours have passed, and St. Peter returns. Well, now you've spent a day in hell and another in heaven. Now you must choose your eternal abode. The senator reflects for a minute, then he answers. Well, I would have never said it before. I mean, heaven has been delightful, but... I think I'd enjoy hell more and prevent and prefer spending eternity there. So St. Peter escorts him to the elevator and he goes down, down, down to hell. When the doors of the elevator open, he sees that he has arrived in the middle of a barren, smoldering land covered with waste and garbage. Sees all his friends dressed in rags, picking up trash and rummaging for anything useful, putting it in black bags as more trash falls to the ground. He hears wailing and cries of desolation. Just then the devil comes over to him, puts his arm around his shoulders. I don't understand, stammers 
the senator. Yesterday I was here and there was a golf course and clubhouse and we ate lobster and caviar, drank champagne, danced, and had a great time. Now there's just a wasteland full of garbage and my friends look miserable. What happened? The devil smiles at him and says, Yesterday we were campaigning. Today you voted. (laughs) Big promises are being made to the American public by the Democrats. One of those promises is unlimited abortion throughout nine months of pregnancy. And some even want to go beyond. There will be ramifications from God unless and until we stand up against them. Lou Ingalls said in part, if 650,000 men died on the Civil War battlefields because of the offense and bloodshed of slavery, what will that day of reckoning be for the blood of 62 million unborn babies? In this election season, thousands of Christian non-voters are rejoicing in a confirmation of Amy Coney Barrett, but can't bring themselves to honor the man God raised up to appoint her, along with hundreds of conservative judges in lower courts. This election is not a referendum on the character of Donald Trump. It is instead a referendum on where the church will stand on the most foundational biblical moral pillar of society, Thou shall not kill. So non-voters, abortion languages another 20 years or more. And you want our children swept away in the day of reckoning? Is that what you want? Blood is on our hands if the great men of the church don't understand the surpassing evil of the abortion holocaust. Then maybe the great women of the church will. Let the Deborahs and Esthers arise, and may the sons of Issachar rally to their side. Trump has done what he said he would do. No president has done more for religious liberty and fought so hard against the evil of abortion. It is predicted that millions of so-called Christians will refuse to vote that could ensure the election if they did. I pray that God will change their minds. The pious among us most certainly would not have voted for Cyrus with his harems or Jehu with his idols either. But God had another idea. He called them his anointed. They were anointed to fulfill God's purpose. Vote against abortion on demand, which means vote for Trump. Or you can believe the campaign to perpetuate the slaughter of little babies. John 8:44. You are of your father, the devil, and your will is to do your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning and has nothing to do with the truth because there's no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks out of his own character, for he is a liar and the father of lies. This is Bob Williamson. Have a great weekend and go to church this Sunday.